If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. Sensitive people and technology don't always play nice with each other. If you are no stranger to the blue screen of death, the touchscreen not recognizing you, or weird tech stuff, then this is the episode for you. Today, we are talking about what this tells you about your auric field and how to navigate the tech world as a sensitive person with less frustration. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. This is Christina Wooten, certified psychic medium, and I'm here today with Robert Wooten, Reiki master teacher. Well, hello there. And... Today we're talking about one of those subjects that is near and dear to my experience for sure. And it's one of the things that I almost said to myself, I don't know if I can pull off a podcast because I have weird tech stuff. (laughs) And so I know that I'm not alone in this because, you know, in Reiki classes with, you know, students or other people, once you like multiply the sensitive people in the room, the odds of that happening gets like so much higher. So I know this is something that we struggle with and don't 
talk a whole lot about. So I want to flip the script a little bit to understand why, if you have tech issues, it's probably a good thing. It tells us a little bit about some elements in your org field that could be really interesting in connection with mediumship. So we're going to talk about what it hints at. And we're also going to talk about just how to manage it, how to have a little less frustration. I'm going to say a little less. You just, if you have that kind of energy, you just have that kind of energy. So it's something you have to learn how to manage versus, you know, walking around in a Faraday cage all the time, which if we had a Faraday suit might be a little bit helpful. As I shared, I am intimately connected with this issue. I have had years of funky tech stuff. In fact, I had a partnership with someone at one point whose husband was an IT worker and weird stuff would always happen to my back end or, you know, the technology I was working with. So we'd call him up, help us out, what's going on? And he would just roll his eyes like, oh my gosh, Christina. Like, and it was always mine, you know, and the other person's a medium too. Always the issue. And he eventually coined the term or the phrase like, is this a Christina issue? Yeah. And usually what it meant was that it was really hard to figure out. (laughs) And it was stuff that just wasn't doing what it was supposed to be doing. And what ended up happening for me, and I, I hope this hasn't been the case for some of our listeners, but I suspect if you're listening to this episode, probably, is it really shied me away from tech stuff for a long time to where I didn't ever want to do Facebook or Instagram lives ever because I was so nervous that some crazy thing was going to happen and I'd have no idea how to deal with it. And it just caused me this stress and then computers not working or just suddenly deciding not to function. And then even when we were talking about this podcast, knowing that the more that I advance in certain technological elements, I had this fear of the more I go more into that direction, the more that means I'm going to have trouble. So more tech, more problems. Fortunately for this episode, other than it turning into a complaint fest about tech issues, is I have figured out how to manage it to the point that it gave me the confidence to be able to do this. And in the last several years, I've done way more tech stuff than I ever dreamed possible. And I rarely have issues now. First off, I will say I can confirm all of that. And it is a common occurrence in our house where... Christina will walk over to me and say, hey, can you touch the computer? It's frozen again. <laughs> and I'll just touch this it. This is a for true some reason, story. For some true reason it just story. starts or her phone will lock up or there's no audio when she's trying to do something. And then once I take it out of her hand, it works. It, it, I don't see a problem with it. And, and we just know that it's an energetic thing. It's just one of those things that just happens. And so we have to find some workarounds sometimes. And sometimes those workarounds is just me putting my hand on it. (laughs) So tip number one is get a Capricorn in your life that can just like hold your items every now and then and reset it with that awesome earth energy. And then you'll be good to go. If that's not available for you, you know, sorry. So the big question is, like, what is this about? You know, why the major dramatic weird tech issues 
How does this happen? Why does it happen so much more to sensitive people or people who do mediumship or do healing work or do, you know, psychic elements or meditate a lot? What is it about those energies that impact technology? So if this happens to you a lot, it's usually an indicator that you have serious potential as a physical phenomena medium. Now, that doesn't mean that you turn into that. And that doesn't mean it's something you have to pursue. It doesn't mean necessarily that even if that you pursue it, that the conditions will all be there to align for that to occur. But what it says is that you have some interesting ingredients to the recipe that are really necessary for spirit to work with to bring physical manifestations or physical evidence of the spirit world into physical reality. So that's what physical phenomena means. It's a physical manifestation of spiritual intelligence. And there are really different types of physical phenomena. Just briefly, a couple of examples would be transfiguration is more common. That's where when someone is in a trance-like state, that spirit's able to use that physical phenomena's uh, energy in order to transpose almost like a mask over that person's face so that it exaggerates certain features or elongates or creates a mask of essentially ectoplasm so that if you're looking at that medium, you're able to see, you know, a beard begin to form or you're able to see, you know, your loved one who's crossed or perhaps even a spirit guide. That's one example of transfiguration of physical phenomena. Another is what's called an apport. So that is something that there's no other way that that item could have arrived into the physical space or world without spiritual influence. One example would be uh, my mom had an experience with the ports one time where she was, uh, it's just her and my dad there at the house. And she was walking through the kitchen one day and noticed that there was a hat pin with a pearl tip to it. Obviously, she's the only woman there going, what is this? Like, I've never even seen this before. Where could it come from? Talks to my dad. No idea. Nobody's been in the house. No idea. Well, later, here comes another hat pin of the exact same kind in a whole different area in a whole different location. So that's in a port where it manifests out of thin air, essentially, not really, but out of thin air into another location. The last example I'll use of a type of physical phenomena is sounds. So I have done trumpet mediumship because I'm a physical phenomena medium, have the capacity for it. So there's a certain practice you can use with a trumpet to help amplify that type of work. So in circles, you can sometimes hear whispers or hear sounds and voices come out of that because it just helps to condense the energy. I've also sat in a spirit development circle with students where the crystal bowl that we have placed in the center of the room, and usually we would play it once just to get everybody in the in the moment, in the mindset, right before we started the whole circle. So we just left it there in the center of the room, heard it start to play. It was an amazing example of physical phenomena. That's what we're talking about with that type of energy. Now, physical phenomena, this type of mediumship requires very specific set of conditions. So both atmospheric, 
and also within the medium itself and the energy of the medium. And there's a lot of factors that from our end are very, very difficult to control. And, you know, there's not a whole lot of it because it has had a very poor history of being faked. So we don't have a whole lot of it in the world today. Primarily, you know, the number one factor being it's like all the stars and everything has to align in this really perfect formation for those things to occur from the other side, that it's a lot more challenging to coordinate. So if you have this type of energy that affects electronics, it means that you have that auric field that holds excess energy, excess life force. So it's this excess life force that's powerful enough that you're personal energetic field is actually overriding the technology's energetic field. So it's like you're interfering or interrupting with its electronic magnetic signature. When a piece of electronic equipment is operating, it creates an electronic field of its own. It generates an RF field. Radio frequency is what that stands for. So if it's generating this certain frequency vibration if you want to look at it that way because everything is vibration everything is energy i could see how a person with excess auric energy would bump into that energetic field of the piece of equipment and could disrupt it It, and it's really the excess is the key that your auric field has the capacity to hold more frequency and that's what gives you the potential for being a strong medium now whether you utilize that as a healer for example as a, as a reiki healer if you utilize that as you know traditionally in mediumship in some way if you utilize that in other areas of your life that's great but somehow it's saying that you have more of that capacity so spirit can work with you to bring in more energy because your capacity is is higher or stronger. It's like your cup is a little bit larger in what it can carry. So if you're finding that technology just is not cooperating, it usually is an indicator for you, for this person that has all this excess energy, that you just naturally have a lot of it and <laughs> naturally have a lot of energy, or you're not grounding or your root chakra isn't open, so all that excess energy really builds up because it doesn't have a place to go. It's not being able to ground down into the earth, and so as a result, you just get this energy around you that's a lot like static. So grounding is really important. Or it can also mean that you're super stressed and have a lot of creative energy that you don't have an outlet for right now. One of those things, or maybe all of those things are converging at one time and your computer just blows up or something really insane happens, okay? So why is technology so vulnerable to that energy signature, that excess? The RF field is an important thing to note. Also, most of our technology is based on silica and quartz crystal, So guess what? (laughs) Metaphysically, clear quartz crystal is extremely malleable. It amplifies everything. It's not selective. It doesn't say, okay, I'm going to amplify only the positive over here. It amplifies everything. So if you come to it with a excess of energy and a stressed energy and all this 
electricity in your auric field, that is interrupting and being amplified by the programming, the silica uh, and quartz within your technology, which just kind of makes the whole thing worse. And then it interrupts how the technology itself functions. So because quartz does take on a lot of energy from the environment, I know this is going to sound strange, but when you sage your crystals, sage your technology too. you know, cleanse it every now and then preemptively. And it just gives it a little bit more of a clean slate. And you'll have a little less issues. And just keep in mind, all technology these days has that. Okay, so I'm going to share with you top technology tips. I have four of them. Number one is, if you know this is an issue for you, do a little bit of extra grounding before you sit down to do your Facebook Live or to, you know, pound out that paper that you're writing or before you sit down to do your podcast, do a little bit extra where you're taking uh, intentionally sending excess energy down through your legs, down through your feet and into the earth. And also while you're at it, do the same with stress. Allow that energy to just flow down nicely into the earth and release and let go. That's going to help reduce any of this, you know, static in your field, any of this excess that leads to a lot of interference. Number two, When you are stressed out, you will make this problem a million times worse because your capacity to, you know, expel and hold that energy is strong. So walk away when you're stressed out. Stress is just going to make it worse and worse. The more you get frustrated with your technology for not working, the more (laughs) it makes it worse and worse. So take a little bit of a walk, take a breather, get outside for a bit. And then come back when you feel calmer, less stressed. And in that in-between period, do a little bit of extra grounding also to release any of that heaviness. Three, if you are a tough case, okay? So if you are that person who the IT person says, oh, is this a you problem? (laughs) Hmm, is this a you issue? If that's the case, hire an IT person, just bite the bullet, hire somebody or, you know, get someone that can help you when you are having difficult times. Because the key is that you don't want to be limited or carry this fear of the technology not working. And then it reduces how you show up in the world. You don't need to get smaller or to shrink because you have this challenge. We just accommodate for it. And so the accommodation is have somebody that's your IT person, whether that be a friend who is more knowledgeable, whether it be, you know, the Capricorn in your life who can just touch the thing and it helps a little bit, whether it be someone who, you know, you have on like a retainer for your business that can support you or help you when you're really struggling. That investment does pay off in your confidence in stepping forward out of what your comfort zone is and not being limited by the fear of the technologies not doing what it's supposed to do. Number four is Organite. (laughs) Organite, you can find it now in a lot of metaphysical stores. You can even make it. It's super fun to make. 
Organite is layered resin and metal shavings and quartz crystal, and it, it utilizes the piezoelectric effect in order to create and expand a field around it of high vibrational positive energy. And you can use Organite in different ways. There are actually discs that you can get for the back of your phone or for the back of your computer. So if there are areas or particular devices that seem to give you more trouble and it's not you know, within the programming itself, that can be a potential solution. I have pucks all over the house. So right next to the routers, I actually, my water is always on Organite. And wherever my computer usually is, that's where I put it. When I put my cell phone to charge at night, I set it on top of Organite. So it just helps to buffer some of that electromagnetic field. So you can use utilize Organite in a variety of different ways. If you are going in and out of environments that you can't control, so if you work out of the home, if you work in a communal area, or if you go into different spaces, Organite may not be the best solution for you as far as bringing discs or pucks with you. However, they have Organite necklaces. So you could use that or you could use certain EMF crystals that can be helpful in shielding some of your energy from the other electronics that you might encounter. If you've been with us before on the podcast, we do talk a lot about dimension and dimensional experience on the podcast. And how we experience things in a duality. And with this in mind, when there's a challenge, and especially if it's a big one, somehow it is pointing you to a skill or a gift. So do remember in life to look for those gifts. What is that challenge telling you? What is the gift that it's leading you towards? So In this case, if you're one of those people who wreck electronics or your spouse gets really nervous when you ask to use the computer or to like hold their phone or something's going on, it's telling you that you have the ability to hold a lot of life force in your energy field. And this means that you could do really well in the healing arts and really well in working with spirit if that's something you chose to do. And it can also indicate that with this amplified power, that when it's focused, your manifestation abilities can be incredible. It can also be a blessing in that for sensitive people, we really need nature as a balance. It's so important for those natural environments. It helps us to really realign the physical and the spiritual. There's nowhere where that's more perfectly integrated than in nature. This can be a reminder for you to do more grounding, to spend more time outside, to know when you are not doing that. So it can be an indicator that's a beautiful thing that says, hey, you need a little more you time. You need a little more nature space, a little more feet on the red rocks or toes in sand, whatever is your thing. I spend a lot of my time barefooted. Maybe that's what I'm bringing to the table. You know, they say with with babies that if you, and Mason was this way, I mean, he would throw, my son would just throw, he literally were driving down the road one day and he threw his shoes, like, what was he, like two? Two, yes. two took them off, threw them out the window, just right on the window, right out in the middle of the road, <sighs> would not wear shoes. But they say if 
children who don't wear shoes, it helps to develop their nervous system in a really strong, profound way that we can't get otherwise in those first few years. So thank you so much for joining us today. And if you do feel a connection, if you want to dive deeper into your spiritual side or your intuitive side, make sure that you click subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We have new episodes every Wednesday. And if you want bonus content, then you definitely want to be on our email list. You can send us a message at SedonaMedium.com and let us know you don't want to miss out on any bonus material we put out or our weekly messages. We do put out extra stories or info exclusively for our mailing list. And sometimes we've done things like, you know, readings on the energy. Recently, we put out information about the astrology of each day of the week and what were the best days for communication, the best days of the week for romance or for date night. Always fun stuff. You can join anytime with a simple request at SedonaMedium.com. Until next time, many blessings. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.